Hey friend, are you trying to plan a Disney World vacation, but you're not sure where to start? Do you wish you could head into your trip feeling prepared and confident with a plan that's right for your family and your budget? Hi, I'm Megan. At Dreamwish Plan, I help moms plan their dream Disney World vacation without the overwhelm. On this show, we'll walk through the Disney Park basics, so you'll understand all the things that Disney World has to offer. We'll talk about vacation planning strategy, and I'll give you tips and hacks that will put you way ahead of the pack, so you can maximize the fun and minimize the stress. So grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook, and get ready to create a plan to make some magical Disney memories. Hello friends, and welcome to the Dream Wish Plan podcast. This is a big one because it's our 50th episode and one year of the podcast. I appreciate your support so much. If you've been enjoying the show, I would really appreciate it if you'd leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. That helps get our show out to more people to help them plan their Disney vacations. Here's a review from JMO817, who says, I love this podcast. It's short and sweet and to the point. So many great tips from Megan, and the information provided helps calm the anxiety of this overwhelmed lady. Keep up the amazing work. Thanks so much for your review, and that's exactly what my mission is. So reviews like that really help keep me going. All right, let's get on to today's show. We're back from our adult trip to Disney World. It was a lot of fun, and I'm so glad we did it. But no matter how many times I visit Disney World, I learn something new every time. I think that's important to always be learning. And I love to pass on that knowledge to my clients and my listeners and followers as well. So on today's episode, I'm going to give a trip report and share some things I've learned during our most recent trip. We flew in on Thursday evening and we landed around 5.30. We took an Uber to Pop Century Resort and that process was smooth and easy. It took about 30 minutes, maybe a bit less, to get to our resort. And since it was already evening, our room was ready. I had done online check-in in advance, and I received a text when our, with our room number. I had done online check-in in advance, and I received a text with our room number. We stopped and grabbed a quick bite to eat because our dinner reservation wasn't until 8.55, and we usually eat pretty early, so I needed to eat something. So yes, I had two dinners, don't judge me. The food at the court... <clears throat> The food at the food court was actually really delicious. I had a grilled chicken sandwich with fresh mozzarella and arugula and a balsamic glaze and fries, and everything was really good. When we got to the room, I tried opening the door with my phone using the My Disney Experience app, which didn't work. I ended up calling, and they sent someone right up to help us, so we didn't have to walk all the way back down to the front desk. In the meantime, they suggested deleting and re-downloading the My Disney Experience app. So I did try that. A cast member was able to get to us and get us in and give us some key cards just in case. But I was able to pull my magic band out and that worked fine to get into the room. So we really didn't end up needing those. So the room was good. It was clean. The bed was reasonably comfortable. It served its purpose. We pretty much knew what to expect. Since it was just the two of us, we didn't really need a ton of space and we knew that we had really a really packed schedule so we weren't really gonna be spending a lot of time at the resort. So a value resort worked perfectly fine for us. And we had access to the Skyliner, which we love. So we got freshened up and then we headed over to the Riviera for our Disney. 
So we got freshened up and then we headed over to the Riviera for our dinner reservation. We walked around and took some pictures at the Riviera and then went up to Tapolino's, which is on the 10th floor. The restaurant is gorgeous and we had a table right near the window. So we had a great view of the fireworks, which started shortly after we ordered. They do have an outdoor terrace where you can go out and watch the fireworks. And we did end up going out there to watch so that we could hear the music and everything. It really was perfect. The food was delicious and our server was awesome. We didn't do much after dinner because we knew we had a very full day on Friday. We started our day with early entry at Hollywood Studios after we had a quick breakfast at the resort. I've mentioned this before, but that's my husband's favorite park. And since pretty much everything else we did, and basically the entire trip was for me, the least I could do was plan in some Hollywood Studios time. We ended up getting an individual lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance and Genie Plus because I wanted to be sure we got to do everything he wanted to do in our limited time window. At 7 a.m., one of us purchased individual lightning lane for Rise, and the other booked a lightning lane using Genie Plus for Slinky Dog Dash. When we got to the park, we rode Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Toy Story Mania first. And then we used our Genie Plus for Slinky Dog Dash and booked another one for Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. We rode Rise of the Resistance, and then I met up with a friend back in Toy Story Land while my husband went and rode Tower of Terror, because I don't ride that. Then we went back to ride Smuggler's Run and had some lunch in Galaxy's Edge. I got to do some shopping, we did some more rides, we got to stop at Baseline Tap House for a beer and a hot pretzel, and we headed out for Magic Kingdom at about 3 o'clock-ish, because we were going to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Now the Halloween party starts at 7, but you're able to get into the park at 4, so we did that and we actually had an early dinner at Skipper Canteen. That was good, and our service there was great as well. And then we did some rides while we waited for the party to start. I should mention that we did very well with lines and didn't wait more than 10 minutes for really anything, but we were absolutely not efficient when it came to walking. We were all over the place all day and all night, and we ended up walking over 12 miles that day. We did a lot at the party. We did a lot of rides. We got the virtual queue for Tron at 6 o'clock. We did trick-or-treating. The only ride I didn't get to go on was Pirates of the Caribbean because it was down. Haunted Mansion was amazing. We caught the entertainment. I got a video of the zombies dance party for my daughter because she's very into those movies right now. We saw the fireworks and the parade. We didn't really do a lot of characters. I caught some pictures of them, but be prepared that the lines for character meet and greets are longer than the lines for rides. They can get a bit intense. You really need to know going in what your priorities are because you won't be able to do every single thing. We ended our night with an apple fritter ice cream sundae to sit and watch the second parade. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. This day was a lot. It's not a strategy I recommend really to anyone because it was an exhausting day. It was super fun and we crammed so much fun into one day, but as a 40-year-old person who typically goes to bed at 930 it was a bit much for me. So getting up the next day was tough. And when we woke up, we had some trouble purchasing Genie Plus. I kept getting an error that said I needed to link tickets when my tickets were clearly already linked in the app. So it did take me a bit to get that sorted out. I did eventually delete the app and re-download it, and then it worked fine. 
So this is my recommendation to you is that if you have quirky things like that happen when you're there, most likely deleting and re-downloading will help. And it's probably the first thing that a cast member is going to suggest. So I recommend trying that. By the time I was able to get it fixed, of course, the return times for things were not as good. We ended up booking Remy's Ratatouille Adventure at like 3.30. We also booked an individual lightning lane for Guardians of the Galaxy. I was actually considering not buying Genie Plus for the day, but I'm really glad we did because Epcot was crazy. When we got into the park for early entry, Frozen was down. So we went to Test Track and rode that, and then we went back to Spaceship Earth and made our way back to France for some breakfast. I highly recommend La Halle. I had a ham and cheese croissant and a mimosa, which was delightful. After that, we stopped at one of the blue guest experience umbrellas to talk to them about our Genie Plus troubles. The cast member confirmed that it is a known issue and she was able to hook us up with an anytime lightning lane to use for our trouble. So if you are having any sort of issues, I highly recommend going to one of the guest experience areas. They're very helpful. My advice is to be kind. Even if you're frustrated, the situation is not their fault and they are there to help you. And they're typically going to do what they can to make things right. That's Disney's thing. They have great service. So just try to be patient and kind and things usually will work out. So we were able to ride everything in the park without a wait, except Mission Space because I I won't ride that. And again, I was really glad that we had Genie Plus because there were crazy wait times for rides that usually don't have a long wait. Soren was 125 minutes when we went to use our lightning lane. Now, part of that is because people wanted to ride because they just changed over to Soren over California. But still, 125 minutes is crazy in my opinion. Even living with the land was like 35 minute wait. This trip really made me realize how intolerant of waiting in lines I am. It's 100% worth the extra work and effort in my opinion to plan in advance so I don't have to wait in these lines. Now we paid extra for Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes, which I definitely recommend if you can. It was also only two of us, so the cost wasn't as staggering as if you're traveling with a big group. So that's something to consider as well. And once again, we were not efficient with our walking and I was already tired from the day before and it was a pretty hot day. Epcot is huge. It is a lot of walking. We did some of the food booths for food and wine festival. And again, the lines here were pretty long. Some of my favorite things were the warm chocolate pudding cake with Irish cream liqueur custard, And I actually really loved the Buffalo Brussels sprouts, as strange as that may sound, from brewing. And I had a peach berry cider there that was really good too. I really just did not have the stamina nor the stomach space to do as much of food and wine as I had planned. We actually had planned to go to dinner at Rose and Crown and watch fireworks, and I just couldn't hang. We left the park about 5.30 and headed back to the hotel which was really okay because we had done most of what we wanted to do other than eat, and I just really couldn't eat anymore anyway. We did end up getting some food later at the food court at the hotel. The next day, we pretty much just had breakfast at the resort and packed up and got an Uber to the airport. We had nonstop flights both ways, which I'm a huge fan of. If you can get a nonstop flight, I highly recommend it if you can. It just makes things so much smoother and more streamlined in my opinion. Okay, so lessons learned. Number one, short trips can be amazing. 
This trip was really so much fun. I'm so glad we did it, and I don't get a lot of alone time with my husband. Also, it was really fun to just be able to do what we wanted and not have to worry about wrangling all the tiny humans and getting agreement from everyone about what our plans are. It actually felt like we were there for a week because we got so much done. I really think that short trips are underrated. All right, lesson two is know your limits. I knew going into this trip that it was going to be a lot for me, but I probably should have planned some more downtime or just less to try to get done in such a short time. Because even though it was amazing and we had so much fun, it actually took a toll on my body and I was really run down by the time we got back. Lesson three is to be flexible. I say this all the time, but I think this is my most important piece of advice. I really didn't want to cancel our Rose and Crown reservation because I knew it would be fun, but I just knew I couldn't handle another three hours in the park. It's okay to change your plans. It's actually expected. Especially if you're there with little ones, you're going to need to be prepared to roll with what they can handle. Just try to be sure you're canceling or modifying your reservation at least two hours in advance so you don't get charged a fee. Lesson four is buy Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes when you can. Don't underestimate how nice it is to not have to wait in lines. We did so much and didn't wait longer than 10 minutes. Sometimes it's really painful to click that purchase button, and sometimes I think I can do without it, but time is money, especially at Disney. You have more time for fun when you spend less time waiting. Lesson five for me is if you're going to food and wine, I really need to scale back on my list of things I wanna try because I was not realistic with my list this time. You can access the menus online and they're also in your festival passport that you can pick up when you enter the parks. It's a great idea to pick out those top few items you wanna be sure to try and then attempt to get those first because I ended up not doing that and then just getting some things that were closer and with less of a line at the time And then I was too full and too tired to get those items later. And I'll finish off with a few things I did really well on this trip. Number one, I did really well not overpacking. This is something I struggle with usually, and I think I'm really getting better at not packing my entire closet. Number two, I stayed so hydrated this trip. This is another thing, even though I know how important it is, and I'm all over my kids when we're on a family trip about staying hydrated, this time I was really good about it myself. Maybe because the kids weren't there, so I was able to remember for myself. I don't know. And number three, I was brave and stepped outside my comfort zone. So the first time I went on Guardians of the Galaxy, I did not like it. I'm a very anxious person, so when rides are new and I haven't tried them, it makes me really anxious because I don't know what's going to happen, so it's hard for me. I'm a huge chicken about it. And also, I rode with my daughter the last time, and she really didn't like it, so I think that also made it more stressful for me. But I tried it again this time, and I absolutely loved it. So I was glad that I tried again, because now it's one of my favorites, I think. You would not be able to tell that I was loving it from the ride photo, though. I'll need to share that on Instagram so you can all see. It was pretty funny. So those are the things I think I did really well this time. I hope this episode was helpful to hear a little bit about what my trip was like and give you some ideas for your own planning. And if you're wanting some extra help with your own trip, why not make it as easy and stress-free as possible? You can book with me and I'll handle all the details. The best part is it won't cost you a penny extra. In fact, I can even help save you money 
by continuously monitoring for discounts and promotions to apply to your trip. I can take care of all your reservations, including dining, and you'll have access to me for any questions and advice throughout the entire process. You can contact me for personalized quote, and we can start planning your dream trip together. Just click the link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning. If you enjoyed this episode, it would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes. And if you still feel stuck and want my help designing your dream vacation, click the link in the show notes to book a one-on-one planning call with me. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning.